Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! How about all the snow? Crazy, you know, insane amount of snow. Insane. Why though? Where, where did it come from? Global warming. You know, here's the funny thing. Yeah. <laughs> Global warming. No, here, here's the thing I don't get. Do you get. shovel or do you blow? <laughs> well, I don't do either now because I have a teenage son. So he shovels. Okay. But I don't have a snowblower. Like, I had a snowblower and it broke right around the time that he was old enough to shovel snow. So he was like... Yeah, Erica's back so, gave out. So, so it's a good repair place in Al if you're looking for I understand that, but here's the thing. He, he looked at me when it broke and he started to laugh. This, this little thought crap. he was out of it? Oh, no, no. He's like, he's like, oh, oh, that's terrible, Dad. Your snowblower is broken. I'm like, yeah, it's terrible. He's like, no, are you going to buy? <laughs> I'm looking at him. Are you going to buy another one? I'm like, uh. no. And I, I immediately went into the garage, grabbed the shovel, walked over. I'm like, you're the snowblower yeah. now, son. You're the snowblower. Yeah. I mean, I have video of the first time that I set him out there. It pops up every once in a while, like on my, on my memories and like social media or sure. whatever like that. And it's the first time I sent him out there to go shovel the snow by himself. Yeah, he was four. He's so <laughs> miserable. He's so tiny with his big giant shovel. Yeah. You know, he's just learning how to walk. So yeah. it's awkward. Right. And there's a blizzard going no on. No shoes inside. on. <laughs> no gloves, no hat. No hat. I told him, I said, you know, hats are for winners. And you're only a winner if you yeah. can shovel from here to the sidewalk. Earn your hat. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order. Neil, I'm back again. I'm telling you, Horse Thief Hollow here on Western Avenue, uh, 104th and Western. Uh, a great spot to come in and get some beer, uh, but also a great spot for some food. Neil Byers is here, the owner, and we're sitting back. We're, we're having a stout we're going to talk about here in a second. But first of all, how is your winter going, especially because uh, this week, man, a lot of the white stuff on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, winter's been pretty interesting, but we're still kicking it. And uh, we got a nine-year anniversary coming up this Saturday. So uh, we're going to have a great blues band playing 8 o'clock and just have a good party. And whatever snow is flying, it don't really matter. We're going to get together and have a good time. What do you get when you come walking in the door at the party? Because you told me. And I was like, are you advertising this? No, we don't have to talk about it if you don't want it. Uh, Everyone gets a free beer when they walk in. Did you hear that? Free beer? Yep. And, uh, yeah, I just want to have a good time. So nine years. I've been so blessed with the community and all the support that we've had, and I want to kind of give it back and, and have a good time. So, You know, and I think that's encouraging just for the fact that, I mean, think about it, man. You, you're in this community. You're coming up close to a decade. It's nine years this weekend. And think of what you've gone through in the last two years, and hopefully the end is close and it's in sight. But, I mean, like, a lot of people would just feel like they were beat up at this point, and you're sitting around going, let's have a party. You know, it's funny you uh, mentioned that because – Honestly, a month ago, I was kind of beat up, and um, 
I just realized that I can only control what happens within these walls. I can't let outside influences kind of beat me down. I can't let mandates or the city, you know, beat me up. I need to have a, I can only control what we do in here. And um, I just hit a switch and said, you know what, my energy needs to be uh, brought out. I need to be more positive and then everyone's going to have a good time. And, you know, you think about this industry, it's about people getting together. It's about the stories, the camaraderie, the beers, you know, that's what this is about. Look, you've got a crowd in here tonight on a on a Tuesday night that's live. I mean, you got families that come in here. You got you got craft beer connoisseurs that are walking in the door. The menu, the brand new menu is incredible. Okay, I mean, I brought my wife. She's Southern, essentially West Virginia, basically more country than Southern. But she like she wants to eat in here all the time now with the new menu that you have. All the Southern influence that you have inside the menu, and you, and you kept some of your old favorites. But I mean, like you've got to be really happy with that launch as well because it seems like you didn't you didn't miss a beat. You know, this industry, it's all about the people, the customers, it's about their staff. I'm just the catalyst. I'm just the middle person. And, and they might, I might have some ideas on food or whatever, but like the kitchen, what they're doing, the brewery, the beers that they're coming out with, and then the customers that come out to support us. It's just great to be a part of this business that is really like a community staple. It's, you know, it's like a hub in the community. It's not a business in my mind. This is... Um, it's ingrained in my life. It's awesome, man. That's awesome. All right, so what are we drinking right now? I, I've been in here in the last couple of weeks on my own wandering through, and I've already had this before, but I, I did like it. I did go back for seconds when I was here, so I want you to know I'm not going to be BSing you when I talk about this beer. I don't know a lot about it, though. You know, you always put everything up. You got you, know, you have the you have the names up there. You have the ABVs. I got a general idea when I look at your menu, but tell me a little bit about this one. What's it called? What's it all about? All right, so we're drinking Delta Hurricane. It's a chicory coffee, imperial milk stout. Not really high on the imperial list. It comes in at 8%, but we're pulling from some of those southern influences that you described on the menu. We start incorporating some southern ingredients on the beer side as well. So that's where we're getting the chicory coffee from, which is Cafe Du Monde in New Orleans. They kind of made it famous. And so we have um, uh, chicory. We got coffee from Four Letter Word uh, downtown. Uh, I'm an idiot. What is chicory? What I mean is it? It's, I'm tasting something that's definitely more than the coffee in there. But what is that? Uh, getting a history lesson. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm intrigued by it. So, so chicory is considered an herb, kind of like a root. It was used during the Civil War in the South to supplement their coffee. So it kind of has a bitter, almost uh, earthy, sort of coffee kind of note to it. Uh, coffee was imported. They didn't have um, all the coffee they needed for the soldiers in the South. So they started blending chicory in with their coffee uh, to feed the soldiers. That's awesome. That's really cool. I learned something new here while I'm drinking beer. See, if it's educational, I don't feel so bad having many, many of the beers. Like, why, Dad, why were you all all night? I was learning something. Maybe you should pay more attention to history as well. All right. And then I go and I pass out somewhere. So this one, it, it's it's 8%, you said, or a little over 8%. It's, it's, a, it's a solid beer. Is this a seasonal thing? Is this a new thing that you just came up with? We've been working on this one for a couple years. It started at about five and a half, six percent. We've been bumping up the ABV. Um, I'm, I'm not looking for it to be 10 or 12. Uh, I want it to be somewhere in that middle ground where you could have a couple of them. Uh, it's uh, probably going to go into distribution, which we started a couple weeks ago. Um, so we're coming up with some can designs for it, and it, 
you know, I hope to have it on the shelves pretty soon. Well, Civil War soldier's got to be on it, right? Because the right? I mean, am I, am I wrong? So, so actually, the name Delta. Just make sure it's the right Civil War soldier, or it's gonna you're gonna get into a lot of trouble. <laughs> right, I'm always in trouble, but. <laughs> Uh, Delta Hurricane is actually the name of one of my favorite songs by Larry McRae, uh, who's a buddy of mine, and uh, it's a great blues song if you want to go check it out. Um, uh, talks about uh, coming up from the Delta and playing in Chicago and all that. So we get a lot of our influence from blues songs, and uh, that's where we came up with Delta Hurricane. What I like about it is it's smooth. I like about it, um, I can taste the coffee taste, but I don't feel like the coffee's overpowering. And so I, I think it falls in that range where it's actually just a really good balance of what you're going for in the stout with the coffee flavor. Well, I appreciate it because that's what we're striving for. It's awesome. That's awesome. All right. This month, you've got other things that are going on. Kind of take people through some of the things that you're doing this month in the month of February. The first one is we're brewing Pat Mac, which is Irish Red. Uh, that's going to be coming out around February 25th in cans, uh, growlers, and on draft. Um, and proceeds go to pediatric brain cancer research. So we've been working with the Pat Mac organization and we're gonna be donating a bunch of cans for them to, to raffle off and stuff like that. And we'll raise over $1,000 with this beer. And then secondly, we're gonna be doing a collaboration with police and firemen. Um, and we're gonna be doing a, comp a competition between the two. So we're gonna be having some home brewers on the police side, some home brewers on the fire side, um, we're going to can those beers, and then uh, we're going to be donating to, there's two charitable organizations, one on each side, uh, for mental health for uh, police and fire. Sounds like you got so much going on, and then you got the parade in March. I think this thing's going to be lit. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, born and raised in Beverly, uh, it means so much to me to have this parade. It's it's almost like the birth of the new year. Like, you know, it's the spring, it's like sets off spring, and uh, I can't wait, can't wait to get back together with everyone. Neil? If anybody wants to check out your place, I'm going to tell them where to go, 10426 Southwestern Avenue. I know people that aren't from Beverly that might listen to Southside Pod might think to themselves, I don't know, it's Western Avenue, where do I find parking? He's got a parking lot right next to his place, and there's plenty of parking around the corner. Incredible food with a southern influence. you got the Delta Hurricane and a full list of beers here. And don't forget about the big party coming up this Saturday, this weekend, right here on the South Side, starting at 8 o'clock at Horse Thief Hollow. Neil, I appreciate you sitting down and having a beer with me. You're the man, Chris. Appreciate it. It is now time for your Southside Pod Word on the Street, brought to you by Leapforth Law. Larry Leapforth is a close personal friend of this show, practiced law in the South suburbs for decades. Former president of the Southwest Bar Association, and he handles personal injury, criminal defense, real estate, probate, corporate law, and more for justice, equality, and trust. Reach out. Let Larry help you. 708-499-6300 or visit leapforthlaw.com. In Payless Hills, they're warning people to watch out for burglars trying to get into your home for, say, a water inspection. That happened recently on the 10400 block of 80th Court. Short man wearing a reflective vest came to the door and said there was a problem with the water. When the elderly resident let them in, three others entered the home and stole jewelry and more. Remember, check an ID. If you're not sure, call the police. The snow has changed some services on the south side. I know for sure in Evergreen Park and in Palis, 
trash collection has been pushed back a day. All the routes in Palos Heights, Palos Hills, Palos Park, of course, Evergreen Park, as I mentioned, and I'm sure there's more of them. Congratulations to the Oaklawn Spartans. They clinch the boys' basketball conference title for the first time in 39 years. That's right, they win the South Suburban Conference. Congrats to the Spartans. Next door in Evergreen Park, the Flake Fest is taking place this Saturday at Yukich Field, 89th and Kedzie. Ice sculpting, free ice skating outdoors at the Dan Capuano Ice Rink, hockey clinics, and more. Get more information at evergreenpark-ill.com. In Orland Park, Illinois, a fire in an apartment building on Sunday morning has 16 residents outside of the apartment at 14421 South Ravinia. Luckily, even though there was smoke and fire damage, no injuries were reported. And in Tinley Park, a do-it-yourself skating rink set up by the neighborhood kids has been shut down by the village. Happened over in Timbers Point, a couple of kids got the idea for putting a rink into the retention area. Tarps, plywood, bunch of water frozen over, you need that for the ice. Unfortunately, the village is concerned, somebody is gonna stumble upon it, hurt themselves, and they'll get sued. Which is probably right. I mean, think about the day and age that we live in. The guy would probably be drunk, just stole a car, crashed it into a pole, robbed a neighbor, ran across the ice, slipped and broke his leg, and he'd sue the city and get away with everything else. That's your Southside Pod Word on the Street. Remember, if you have something that you want to tell us about that you want in the Word on the Street, reach out to us at southsidepod.com. I have a confession to make. It's true, and I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you, and I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Sheila Maloney is out of Beverly. She wrote a book called Family Gap Year, and this is really interesting. She went from Beverly to Brazil with her entire family, lived there for a year, and came home. And to me, I feel like that's impossible. So uh, we brought her in here because I just can't understand how this happened. Hello, Sheila. How are you? Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me. You gathered up your kids and your husband. Yes. And somehow convinced them (laughs) to move to Brazil. Yes. How did you go about this? I'm living the mom life, which most people understand. I'm juggling three kids. I have a job. I'm on the Metra. I'm trying to cook dinner, but a lot of times it's just mac and cheese. Saturdays are marathons of laundry. My husband and I are lucky if we can get some Netflix and chill, (laughs) right? Like that's in the alternative, you'd go out and the next day you'd be so hungover and it was, there was just no balance. It was either go, 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 or, you know, work hard, play hard. And so I've always been a journaler before I became an author. I always used to use journaling and writing as free therapy. 
And I did a journal exercise and the exercise said, if you had a year to live, what would you change and what would you keep the same? If you knew that in a year this would all end. And so I just started writing and I basically laid out this blueprint. I was like, well, I wouldn't go to work. I would go to Brazil because I was born there, but I haven't, you know, I haven't, I came here when I was two, so I never really lived there. I've been back to visit relatives, but I would go to Brazil. I would teach my kids about that part of their heritage. I would eat fresh food because I know so much Brazilian food is literally farm to table. I would see the ocean every day. And, I, you know, I'm writing this and I'm thinking that this is just an exercise. And so at some point I decided we can do this. And I told my husband who, you know, I think in Oceanscape and he thinks in spreadsheet. And he was like, that's crazy. Yeah, well, I would have said it was crazy too. If my wife came to me and said, hey, by the way, think about going to Brazil for a year. I want to bring the whole family. And I'd be like, first of all, do we have to sell the house? Uh-huh, like, how does this right. work, right? I mean, like, I can't even imagine it. You got kids in school and everything like this. It seems insane. Like, I'm going to ask the obvious question that I think most listeners yeah. are thinking of right now. Are you rich? No. And do you have a giant <laughs> tub of money that you swim in? Because I don't know how this is possible. <laughs> Absolutely not. So I have a mortgage. I have school debt. My husband has school debt. We're both lawyers. So, you know, law school was not cheap when right. we went, nor is it cheap now. Um, we help our families. And it was not something that I thought was possible, nor did he think was possible right away. Right. So this is around 2015. And it just seems kind of like this idea that we talk about, but it's like winning the lotto. We know someone's gonna do it, but it probably won't be us. But then it won't like it won't get out of my head. And really it wouldn't get out of my heart. And I just kept seeing it and I kept thinking about it. And so finally I was like, well, let's run some numbers. How much would it cost to live there? And lo and behold, the exchange rate is really good. Right. First off, pick a country. Where your dollar goes farther. Yeah. Right, right. That's farther. if you're gonna do family gap year, just keep that in mind. So then we start looking at places in Brazil, and the city we lived in is called Vitoria. You can pronounce it Victoria if it makes you happy. No, no, say <laughs> but, it the right way. No, I know, but people are Sounds always cooler. like, how do you spell it? You know. So um <laughs> so the city we lived in would be comparable to in the United States, like a Milwaukee. Okay. It's not, you know, the hub of culture or glamour in the country. But it's right on the beach. And so I have family That's there. what I think when I think of Milwaukee is the beach. <laughs> I just meant like population size. And like it's people People in Rio and Sao Paulo are kind of like, oh, oh, Vitoria. You know, like, right. like it, it's a city, but it's not a real city, right? I think that's how a lot of people. Right. Next the- time go with like Tampa Bay. Okay, that's, okay. Like, that's, how I, that's how I think of Tampa Bay. It's like, perfect. Eh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Right, sure. Jacksonville. Something like that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. I, I can do that. <laughs> So we start looking into it and we realize the cost of living is so much less. The dollar will take us really far, but we're still, you know, how are we going to pay for this? What are we going to do? And we start thinking, well, maybe we can just start saving money now and go in two or three years, right? So we kind of pivot in our family and we start trying to be a one income family as much as that's possible in today's day and age. And then we started looking into renting out our house because I didn't want to sell the house. He didn't want to sell the house. We love the block. We love the neighbors. And we realized, oh my gosh, the supply and demand in Beverly is crazy. There is absolutely no supply and there is good demand. But, you know, and I put this in the book. Our realtor was like, well, you know, I was paying around $1,700, $1,800 in mortgage. 
And I thought, well, we'll just make what we, you know, we'll just, someone will just pay our mortgage and that's it. We're not going to like profit off this. And our realtor was like, well, why don't we list it at 2,400? And I was like, I can't list this at 2,400. I have neighbors. I would be ashamed. Right. And, and she was like, well, let's just list it. We'll negotiate later. So I was like, you know what? This is her job, not mine. I, I'm doing a hundred other things. So <laughs> she can list it at what she wants. And a doctor came from California with her family. She had a residency and she was like, yeah, I'll take it for 2,400. You, you decide you're going to go. You, you've got all this worked out. You've somehow convinced your husband that this is going to work and, <laughs> and, your, and your kids. Uh, what was it like talking to friends and family? Did everybody think you were crazy? Everybody think you're nuts? At first. Yeah. At first, everyone thought we were crazy. Then they got jealous? Then they got jealous. Right. And then some of them started coming to visit us. And we had two families from Beverly who had never, you know, never been to Brazil. They came and they stayed with us. Um, one family toured the Amazon rainforest with us. And, you know, and my family came to visit. And when they would see us, everyone had the same reaction. You look great. You look happy. You look rested. You, you know, and so, so there was definitely a sense. Were you able to hold that when you got back? What we did kind of make last and, and what I, you know, I, why I think that the idea of a family gap year, even if you can't take one yourself, even if you can't go to a different country, the things that we kind of took away were like connecting with nature. I realized that here living in Beverly, I was disconnected from nature in, in ways that weren't serving me and they weren't serving my family. So in Brazil, we were much more connected to nature. And when we came back, you know, we would go to the forest preserve, which, you know, if you would have asked me before gap year, do you want to go to Swallow Cliff or the Forest Preserve? I would have been like, why? Like, why would we go there? And now those are things that we still do. We do a lot more home cooking. I try to make our dinner meal kind of a sacred or special time. My kids don't bring their phones. We say a grace. You know, Brazil is here. We live very secular. I grew up Catholic. Um, but I don't really practice, you know, my husband, you know, is not that into religion. Brazil is very much, a, you know, people, strangers on the street, God bless you. I'm going to pray for you. And you know, they're at home literally praying for you. Right. right. So we, we found that I, at least for me, I found more of a connection to a higher, you know, power. And so when we sit down to eat, you know, we say grace, we are thankful for our food. And I think those are some of the things we were able to still maintain. I'm going to latch on to what you just said here at the end after my wife listens to this episode and she goes, we should go to Brazil and be like, what the heck? We already say grace and my mother's praying for the entire neighborhood. Yes, so we're good. good. <laughs> All right. So uh, thank you very much for that. The The name of the book is Family Gap Year. Uh, Sheila Maloney, I, I could talk to you all day, but it's a 30 minute podcast. So uh, where can they pick it up? Basically on any bookshelf? You can pick up the book at Bookie's Bookstore on Western Avenue. You can pick it up at Bookie's Bookstore in Homewood. You can get it from the Chicago Public Library. You can get it from my website at familygapyearbrazil.com. And if you go on my website, you can also see pictures. Um, I think, you know, you and I were talking about the fact that my kids are wearing their Illini shirts at Falls d'Aguasu, which is a huge waterfall. And, you know, they're representing Chicago and Illinois all over the place. You can also get it on Amazon if that's how you choose to get your books. But that's there are other roll. ways. Yeah. Gotcha. Excellent. <laughs> Sheila, you class the place up. Basically, it's just beer drinking, breweries, and, and hijinks on this show. The place has been totally classed up. I appreciate it. Come back anytime. Thank you, Chris. This has been awesome. 
If you haven't been to Blue Island, get to Blue Island. If you're in Blue Island right now, get the Double Play Saloon in Blue Island. 13011 Western Avenue, a great big bar with a brand new gaming area, but their game is darts over there. They got a big dart league kicking off on February 17th. Now is the time to sign up. In fact, the day this episode comes out, the 3rd of February, get over there. Thursday night, the 3rd of February, 7.30 p.m. until 9.30 p.m. and sign up for the Thursday night Plastic Handicap Dart League. 10-week season, all skill levels. Go have some fun. Get out of your house. After that, they got signups for their Sunday Beanbag League. That's a 10-week long season. It starts in a few weeks on the 27th of February. Any questions? Call or text Tommy, 773-574-0992, and enjoy the $5 basket lunch, the $13 Miller and Bud Family Buckets, temperature soup, when the temperature is cold, the soup is cheaper. Once again, 13011 Western Avenue in the heart of Blue Island, Double Play Saloon. I want to talk about from the last show. That was a, what was that, last week? I, my days are just totally it was last mixed week. up. It was last, last week, week on Thursday. Was on Thursdays. in this January. I don't remember last so week's show. We were making fun of Tiffany, otherwise known as Big Tiff. Big Tiff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, She's. I think she has a drinking problem. Well, now. it seems that way from the uh, video that came right out about, 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 about a month ago. Yeah. This video came yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, she's on a cruise ship. I think it's a cruise ship. It's a. It's a club of some. sort. Whatever she's doing, but she's yelling. I'm a big star. And she. Has I don't know. I, she's yelling a lot of things. She's angry. She's angry. It's hard to understand. You, what she's I'm saying. Have you ever seen somebody lose it? Yeah. On stage at a concert or you during were there, a performance. I think. Which one? Steve Harwell at Smash Mouth. I don't remember him going nuts. Yeah, what did he, he do? Tell me he again. He was just yelling at everyone. It was at the Canopy Club in Champaign. Oh, people were making fun of him because they're a smash mouth. They, right. But he was yelling at <laughs> one. He, <laughs> like he started he had, flipping the whole crowd had, off. He had All-Star, and, and he had the original one that was like, uh, might as well be walking on the sun, right? Right, right. And that was it. Might as well be walking and on the sun. he was up sun. there, and he had that little soul patch underneath his chin yes, that he was going yes, with. Which was cool in yeah, 1998. And, and, and the thing was, oh, everybody cool. just kept saying, play this song. They were telling him what to play because the rest of the songs were Right, that's what they kept yelling. He got mad and he right. started yelling. I saw, I saw the guy who sings the songs in Toy Story, Randy Newman, lose it one time. He's like 80. Yes, but I saw him lose He was like 80 Randy. 20 years ago. He was at this thing where, like, you, you've been in these things. People don't know about this, but they'll have these conferences for radio people. Right. Ladies where, and gentlemen, Randy Newman. Right. And what will happen is, let's say that you have a new... people. Let's say, let's say you have a brand new band in your record label, and you're hoping that a bunch of program directors will fall in love yes. with that band. You get that band to go and play at the luncheon. Right. Okay. Or if you have somebody trying to reinvent their career. I once saw Amy Grant. Remember sure. her from yeah. the 80s? She decided she was starting a her Christian uh Yeah, she went gospel. Yeah. She went gospel. We've been to many radio conventions together where that happens. Right. Do Real you, Big Fish. Do you remember? Remember yes. Real Big Fish? Yes. The, the one where they said the, the sellout song? They, had, they rented monitors and they played it for four days at a radio conference. By the time every program director in the country got home, they were like, that stupid song's in my head. I might as well put it on the radio. Exactly. It worked. It's a sound. Yeah, that's it's exactly. a pretty that's good song. Meet Virginia. Train. Train, yes. That nice. was the best Great song. one. They went out and hired hookers. Not joking. No, they Bill weren't just there. dancers. They, they were hookers. Trust me. They were hookers. It worked. That Radio song was everywhere. Song. That's exactly what they had there. There were a bunch of really pretty girls. And Pay they for were, play took a whole new yeah, meeting. And, and they all had, awesome. hello, That's my impressive. name is Virginia. 
And when they walked up to you, they asked you what you did for yep. the radio station, and they were going. If you up. were a program director, they're definitely. There were two of them at a time going them. up with the. Yes. It was yes. like, oh, and they would take the guy's room key and go right to the elevator with them. And you met all Virginia. Night long. Yeah, yeah, you met yeah. Virginia that night. <laughs> that's how that's how Train launched their career. Good for them. With hookers in the hotel. Why haven't room. we done that? One hundred percent true story. Okay, we saw it. We so saw. Why don't we hire hookers? I don't know. Southside. Why did I hookers. tell her when she said, are you a program director? No, I'm Just a morning lie. guy. Yeah, that was luck. stupid. It was really good. I didn't know what was going on. By the I way, hadn't figured it out. Yet. I was a program director that day. <laughs> <laughs> Back again for another week. It's now time for your Southside Bulletin Board. These are things going on around town and places you may want to visit. Friday night, 7.30 until 10.30 p.m., 115 Bourbon Street, AAW Pro Wrestling Legacy is happening. 5.30 doors, 6 o'clock meet and greet, taping alive at 6.45 and bell time at 7.30. The good seats sold out, but several different sections are still available. Tickets on sale at aawpro.ticketleap.com. In Lamont on Saturday from 4 to 8 p.m. In downtown Lamont, the Lamont Wine Walk. Sip and shop your way through downtown Lamont. Self-guided tour featuring wine samples at multiple locations. There are tickets for this event, so you want to make sure you get those in advance. Go to mablesmarket.com and get them now. If you're looking for a tow, you never know how you get stuck this week. Might be that big giant snowdrift you're sitting in right now. Dreamers Towing and Recovery, available 24-7, 365. They'll even buy your junk cars. Give Tony a call, 773-410-4549. Meanwhile, 102nd and Kedzie, Grinders Training Academy, Youth Sports Training, Conditioning Fitness Classes for all levels, kids and adults. They provide private coaching, and coaches can rent their facilities. They've got a great setup for baseball and softball. The season is coming up. I know for a lot of kids, you might want to check them out. Grindersacademy.com. That's grinders with a Z, academy.com. If you're looking to quit smoking, Cool Clouds Vapor Shop in Evergreen Park wants you to stop by 3837 West 95th Street. A lot of people get off of cigarettes by moving to vape products, and they're going to teach you all about them with a big, giant tasting bar. Check out more at CoolCloudsVapor.com. And do not forget, Saturday night, you heard him earlier on the show, Neil Byers, the owner of Horse Thief Hollow, is giving you a free beer when you walk in the door at Horse Thief for their ninth anniversary party kicking off at 8 p.m. on Saturday night, 104th and Western. That is your Southside Bulletin Board. This is Southside Pod. If you have something for our bulletin board, go and visit us at southsidepod.com. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. OMG. OMG. It's the SSP. It's the SSP. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Finishing the Randy Newman thing. I'm sorry. I started it. Now I'm. Now it's like it's there and so I have to had hookers? No, that was the trade. Trade yes. hookers. Okay. Randy Newman? Randy Newman. The short people guy. Yes. Okay. I'm in New Orleans. Yes. He's playing at one of these luncheons to try to impress people for like the record label. Right. And nobody's paying any attention to him. He's in a room full of people that are drinking and they're all having a conversation while he's trying to play. 
and he's getting frustrated. You can see him. Like I'm standing next to a friend Why of mine, you and he is me? he is playing songs, <laughs> and then he's looking around the room like these people aren't listening to me. Right. So then he stands up all of a sudden. He's a big fat guy too, sure. big fat guy, yeah. and he stands up and he starts screaming. I'm Randy Effin Newman. Nice. I wrote this. I, I wrote it. that. I You're it. all a bunch of tools. I'm not playing anything else. Takes his sheet music off the piano and fires it into the crowd. Perfect. I just started applauding. Yeah. I was the only one. Everybody else looked at him like, who's this guy? I'm like, Randy Newman, man. Yeah. Randy Newman just told, he just told 250 radio professionals Absolutely. and all these big right. wigs and all these radio stations from yeah. around the country. Go after yourself. I wasn't going to play your music. <laughs> now <laughs> I am. Now I'm a Randy Newman Ian fan. Newman. It took me, th- you know how long it took me to finally get to the end of that damn story? That was the end? That was the end. So then what did you do? I went looking for Virginia. Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod. Join us again. And be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod, about the Southside Pod, all things about the neighborhood we live in, all things about the places that we go. It's the best side of Chicago, the Southside Pod. But anyway, <laughs> at one of these things at a luncheon, I saw Randy Newman, who did, he does the, like, you know, the, the short people, so all right, this stuff. Yeah. He's done all these songs. You probably don't even re- realize how many songs and movies he's done. You got a friend. Exactly. That's the guy, right? Yep. Anyway. But that was, that was. He's up there. What was that? And he's <laughs> playing. That was Kermit the Frog. That was Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog, was, Kermit the frog with COVID. Yeah. He's playing. COVID the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Chris. I'm never getting through this break. I'm legitimately into Randy break. Newman story. Okay. <laughs> Riveting, by the way. Good content. Keep going. <laughs> Sorry.